Welcome to Taking Back Her Brain with Love, the only podcast using neuroscience and self-coaching strategies to rewire your brain to get the results you want in your life. With your host, Coach Amber Lynn. Hello there, and thank you for joining me today for Taking Back Her Brain from Anxious Attachment. This podcast was inspired by the book Insecure in Love by Leslie Becker Phelps. I have read several books on attachment, however, this book resonated with me the most. Before I get started with this, please know that this information may be brain-breaking as it doesn't sit with your brain right away, and your brain may want to reject or resist this new information because it doesn't serve it anymore, and that is totally normal. So feel free to pause, re-listen, or listen and come back to, and listen again. This podcast has been hard for my brain to write because it is resisting the information as well. I am in the process of taking back my brain from an anxious attachment style or insecure attachment style. And I am learning that since this is such an ingrained pattern in my brain, it may be something that will be something I always practice, that I have to always keep practicing to take back my brain from. And this is okay. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with me or with my brain. It just means that rewiring takes time and practice. Before I get started, let's go over some words. Words to know. Remember, I'm not a psychologist. This is just me breaking it down for a human brain and human language. Attachment system. The brain patterns, thought patterns, and behaviors we engage in to seek comfort when feeling threatened or stressed. Anxious, preoccupied attachment. People who typically have anxiety around relationships. Avoidant attachment. People who tend to avoid emotional connectedness with others in a relationship. Secure attachment. People who are secure can connect emotionally with others while maintaining their independence. Primal panic. Response to unavailable partner. Protest behaviors. How someone acts when their attachment system is triggered to get the need they want met. Hyperactivating strategy. Frantic efforts to find support relief expressed in demanding, clingy, and claiming behaviors, aka the things that make us feel crazy. Deactivating strategy. Creating emotional distance from someone, detaching, where someone conveniences themselves that convinces themselves that being alone is better or just as good as being in a relationship. Triggering event, a circumstance that triggers a feeling of rejection of insecurity. So I want to change this a little bit. So triggering event is a circumstances that produces a thought which creates a feeling of rejection or insecurity. Confirmation biases, confirm own beliefs, true or not, that operate outside of our awareness. So confirmation bias is something that our brain believes to be true and believes to be true about us, and it's out of our awareness. Selective feedback. You selectively confirm. You teach your brain to look for any evidence to believe that you are needy, weak, flawed, in some major way, while downplaying your strengths or any positive attributes. 
so our brain finds evidence from our partner, our friend, or our relative to confirm you're inadequate or flawed or that they are likely to reject you or leave you. Your brain will even fail to remember when they told you how wonderful you are or stood by you through a hard time. Your brain is working hard to provide you feedback that matches your confirmation bias. The hard part about confirmation biases are that a lot of the time they are developed beliefs based on our thought errors that we have. Thought errors are what is created by the brain to kind of like protect us even though it doesn't serve us. Selective interpretation. Your brain chooses to observe actions and make them prove your unconscious bias true, that someone is rejecting you. Selective memory. Your brain chooses to only remember actions that prove your unconscious bias true. In an intimate relationship, insecure slash anxious attachment looks like someone who has a hard time feeling secure in a relationship. They may have thoughts that produce feelings of anxiety or panic. Such thoughts typically are, I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy. One day they're gonna see the real me and they're gonna leave. These brains have the confirmation bias, which is a subconscious belief that we are committed to believing. For example, we may have the subconscious belief that we are not lovable, therefore someone will not love us or may leave us or reject us eventually. So we're kind of always in this state of anxiousness or preoccupied by those anxious thoughts. Or we have the subconscious belief that we are not enough. Therefore, someone couldn't love us the way they say they do or stay interested in us for long. So again, we're, active, we're acting on this triggered, like a triggered situation where we're constantly on this, um, trying to figure out how to explain it in the words that are, can be seen. We're constantly on this level of like being in a nervous response state. If we're preoccupied by thoughts of our relationship, if we're preoccupied by thoughts of how they may eventually leave us or that they don't love us, our nervous system never quite gets to relax is a, the best way to describe it. When we have unconscious thoughts that are at play, the thought model that we're stuck in, I say stuck in because it keeps replaying, is, in constant, is constant and consistently working. You experience a circumstance that creates a thought and that thought creates an anxious or unlovable feeling, which then makes us take action known as protest behaviors, which creates our result. We have created an experience that we feel unlovable. When our anxious attachment thought pattern is triggered, our brain goes down the pre-wired road of self, self-selective feedback selective interpretation, and selective memory. Now, this is the part of your brain, this is the part where your brain is going to resist it. Because we want so badly to be like, no, it's true, they really did this. No, it's true, like they really think this, they really feel this. Our brain wants to believe so badly that we're reacting the way we're reacting because it is true. 
When our anxious attachment is triggered, we go into a self-verifying thought cycle where we have trained our brain to look for evidence of our subconscious beliefs that we are not lovable or not enough. So our brain takes circumstances like they haven't texted me back. They said I, I need space. You know, any words that our significant other may say. And our brain gives us thoughts like they're pulling away because I'm not enough. They don't love me. That's why they don't want to hang out tonight. If I'm really enough, they would be here. I'm not enough. That's why they said that. You know, all of those thoughts that come up to us, right? Like, oh, they must be seeing someone else. They must be making plans with somebody else. I'm not good enough, right? These thoughts will be different for everyone, but these thoughts then create inside of us anxiety or even panic. These feelings then result, engage in protest behaviors or cause us to engage in protest behaviors, which look different for everyone. But some examples that I've engaged in are hyperactivity strategy, attention-seeking behaviors, demanding contact, texting, calling, which results in us creating an experience of feeling anxious and unlovable. We need to recognize our internal confirmation biases that we are committed to believing and notice when our brain is giving us the perception through our confirmation bias lens. We need to notice the patterns and when our brain is selectively giving us feedback that proves this subconscious belief or when our brain is only selectively remembering only the evidence that proves our belief to be true. Our brain is not a reliable source most of the time, but especially when our attachment system has been activated. Our brain is not a reliable fact or truth source. Rather than, for, rather than looking for and finding evidence that disconfirms our negative self-narrative, it is only finding evidence to prove it to be true. AKA, our brains have been trained to look for, interpret, and remember all the actions or ways that prove we are not lovable. We are not valuable. We are not worthy. Someone could not love us. That is if you are, have and experience insecure or anxious preoccupied attachment. Our brain is so wired and committed to this belief that we are unlovable that it literally ignores, rejects, or resists any evidence that tries to show us otherwise. So it's our job to recognize first that we have insecure attachment, that we have anxious attachment or preoccupied attachment, and recognize our thought cycle, our negative narratives that we have about ourselves and ourselves in relationships and be aware of these feelings that these thoughts create in our bodies. What does that look like? For me, I can feel my heart rate increasing. I can feel heat rising to my cheeks. I can feel um, my body kind of tighten and my stomach kind of get, I feel like that queasy, like sick to my stomach feeling. And my thoughts start ruminating. I'm on a self-criticism like list of like, oh my gosh, of course, now they're pulling away because I'm not enough. I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Or they just don't love me. They don't, you know, like it's just that constant train. And this is when we need to stop. 
this is when we step into awareness and understand this is our our attachment style and it has been triggered and we have to show up for ourselves and show ourselves compassion because even though we feel crazy and sometimes it actions we take when we feel crazy look crazy we have to start showing up for ourselves with love and compassion during these moments and tell our brain this is when you want to freak out and ruminate on how we think we are not lovable I hear that you are anxious brain but you're not in a space to interpret anything right now by us recognizing our brain and by us validating our feelings that right there will kind of like lower the level of anxiousness it will lower the level of crazy you guys I've been there I've been through all of it even though I didn't want to act crazy or be crazy or try to get somebody's attention or text them like what happened what did I do like let's solve this let's talk about it and it just pushes them away before I didn't know my brain was doing all this stuff I really believed this narrative that my brain was telling me but we have to be compassionate with ourselves because of course a person who has been living with anxious or insecure or preoccupied attachment style and their systems in their brain would freak out like this of course the brain that has been running the anxious attachment path would be activated by these actions these circumstances and these thought models that keep coming up for us that keep proving to us that we are unlovable but just because our brain is doing this does not mean that what it's telling us is true or fact let me say that again just because we have this narrative just because our brain is giving these thoughts to us just because we have selective memory selective feedback selective interpretation it does not mean what our brain is telling us is true or fact so we have to have intentional thoughts ready for when our attachment system is triggered when our nervous response system is activated some of the thoughts I practice are of course you're struggling with that right now the ways you are thinking and feeling make perfect sense because your attachment system has been triggered that really allows me to be like okay how I'm feeling is validated but it also reminds me that it doesn't mean it's true the next thought I practice is I am open to the idea that I am lovable even when my brain is trying to prove or tell me otherwise I am open to the possibility that my brain is feeling feeling sorry I was like this doesn't make sense <laughs> I am open to the possibility that my brain is feeding me inaccurate information when your anxious attachment system is triggered your brain is just following that model but that is not a belief we are committed to anymore and how do I remember these thoughts you guys I literally write them on index cards so that when I feel those emotions or I feel that my heart is racing and I feel something is about to go crazy right I go and I read them 
I have sticky notes on my calendar. I have sticky notes inside of books. So that is how you practice it. And that is how you show up for yourself. So I'm going to break it down even further here. My intention in this podcast is not to rehash our childhood experience. However, a little time spent reflecting on childhood attachment is helpful to explaining and understanding the attachment, the anxious attachment style and what it looks like and how you can become aware of thought patterns and behaviors and actions that are associated with anxious attachment style. But I am a strong believer in owning my life for now. So I do not spend much time on the past and how my anxious attachment style was developed. All I know is that I exhibit characteristics of anxious insecure attachment style and I want to explore thought work in establishing a more secure attachment behaviors while being single, while in the dating field, and while in relationships. In my, um, in all of my experiences that I interact with human and partnering, I want to develop more secure attachment behaviors because it is what feels better. It is what my goal is. And if you have the same goals and you have questions or concerns or you're like, oh my gosh, Amber, this is me. I need help. Just email me. I will respond. My email is amberlynn at takingbackherbrain.com. You can also find me on Instagram at takingbackherbrain. I'm also on Facebook and I have a free Facebook group right now, you guys. As I'm building this community of women who want to really work on their thoughts and develop secure attachment, I want it to be accessible to all women. So email me and ask me for um, that community. So I'm going to stop here today for that um, attachment session. But do know that I'm going to be coming back to this because it is very heavy with words. It's very heavy of brain understanding. But I just want to break it down again. Just review it real quick. If you are a person who has difficulty when somebody cancels on you, when plans get changed, when somebody gets busy, and you make any of those actions mean something about you, these next few podcasts are going to be for you. You may feel crazy. You may act crazy. I really don't like the word crazy because it really drives me bananas because we're not crazy. But I use the word because I know a lot of us can like resonate with what that feels like. But as people or humans living with this insecure attachment style, we don't feel crazy. There's literally a part of our brain that tells us like we're going to die. And so, of course, we act crazy and, of course, we freak out because we don't want to die. But when our brain tells us that we're about to die, it's because we're going to feel very uncomfortable emotions. And as a person with insecure attachment style, we have to begin to really be okay with feeling these very uncomfortable emotions. And the better that we practice these, the feeling of these uncomfortable emotions, the better off we will be in being able to develop those secure attachment styles. So please come back next week. 
I may even do two podcasts this week just because I know this is heavy stuff. But no, your brain is not always a reliable source. Your brain is giving you information to confirm the beliefs you already hold about yourself. So if you are a person who identifies with or feels like you have characteristics of anxious attachment style, then stop and do a thought download about yourself. What do you believe and see about you as a person in a relationship? Do you feel lovable? Do you feel like somebody could love you? Do you feel worthy? Because self-belief and self-confidence is the first place to start for a person who experiences insecure attachment style. Okay, you guys, I look forward to talking to you again. And again, if you have any questions, please email me at amberlynn at takingbackherbrain.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day and go feel those feelings. And when you feel that panic, pause and think and play this podcast. <laughs>